You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. Who are we? We're we're gonna be one ahead. Is this two episodes in one weekend? It well, you know, to be fair, we've had a four-day <laughs> weekend, so Yeah, look you're what we not can wrong. Do. We can do things when we don't we, work. We don't work our like day jobs. We can get a lot of podcasts <laughs> done. So it is Monday, it is Labor Day. Yes, um, so happy so Labor be, Day. Yeah, next Monday's episode yes. today was uh, Galveston Part Two. That was fun to wrap that up. It was. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, apparently I misspoke. <laughs> had a whoopsie. <laughs> I had a whoopsie. Uh, Jean Lafitte is the, the correct way to say it, and I was saying John Lafitte. Lafitte. Um, so thank you for um, thank you. two people wrote in and corrected. Yep. Um, that. So my bad. Thank y'all. Sorry. I'm not French. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do we know how to pronounce French words. Nope. So so sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. Yeah, that was a good. I enjoyed that episode. Yeah, I'm enjoying doing these um, kind of like hometown. For our yeah. listeners, you know, it's fun to, you know, we never would pick these that. places because yeah, we don't, we've fun. never been there. Like, I think so too. It's interesting to learn where you're all from or like where you're like, yeah. where you live or where you're originally from. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jesus, the haunt, like U.S. is haunted <laughs> as fuck. Like yeah. that's what I'm coming to the conclusion of doing these. We need some listeners outside of the U.S. to write in though. Cause I feel like all the, um, recommendations yeah. we've had are all in the U.S. So come on everybody else. I know. I was looking at our stats. Ooh, I haven't looked at them today, but I believe outside of the U.S. it was Canada. So Canadians, write us in. Tell Mm -hmm. us what you want to hear. And I think behind that it was Australia. And the U.K. U.K. and New Zealand, I think, as well. Fun. So everyone, just send us your places. And if it has a really hard pronunciation, please send that too, because (laughs) we'll just, it just helps us all. (laughs) Yes. Um, So we are going to... Well, let's not talk about that yet. That's too early. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> I was just thinking about the fun day we've had. We've we had, have had a fun day. We've been very productive this weekend. On it's doing, odd like, for fun us. Stuff, but I feel like it's not, it is fall to us, but it's not outside. But like the humidity is like kind of non-existent today. So we yes. went out, we ate lunch outside. We went on a boardwalk. Yeah, we did. We are just seeing, we've gone to... The little boardwalk we saw today. Yes. We've only lived, you know, in Charleston for a total of, I don't know, six years. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and we've never walked that no. boardwalk. No, and it was beautiful. It was. I'd like to go back. Yeah. Go down the road. Uh, yeah, exactly. And for those that are um, not from the South or maybe outside the U.S., I'll, we'll just explain the little difference here. So it is still hot here. We're not saying it's gotten cool, but there is a difference between it just being hot and there being high humidity. Yeah. Um, and if you want to know what humidity feels like... Uh, wet a uh, washcloth with warm water, wring it out, and put it over your face. and like Not warm water. Piping hot water. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> and then try to breathe. It feels like you've, like, got a towel over your face yeah. all day. You just start sweating instantly. It's smothering. It's, it's just... Yeah, it's oppressive. awful. <laughs> it's just not a good feeling. Yeah, and today... It's like a sauna. But yeah, like, yep. Just outside. And today, the humidity was down, so yeah. it just... It was hot, it was like but it's not, like... like and, like, horrible. tolerable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so we did that. We did the boardwalk. Went out to a nice lunch. Had a couple yeah, margaritas. It was fun. We did. We went to Hobby Lobby. Yes, we do. Love and Hobby Lobby. we do. And we we did well though. It was only like fifty bucks. <laughs> fall good. decor was forty. Pretty good off. for us. Yeah. It was pretty good. Everything was forty percent off for yep. fall decor. Yeah. Um. So we went there, and we, you know, it Got may not feel like things. fall outside, but it definitely feels and smells like fall in this house. I've got pumpkin candles lit. 
as soon as Caitlin lets me buy more, I'm going to buy more <laughs> candles. No, y'all. It's going to look like a vigil in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like we're doing a seance. <laughs> Celeste's obsession with candles is just absurd. I love candles. I know you do. I am just afraid of a cat ass, like, dragging it through. And it's definitely supervised. <laughs> yeah. On fire. But those do smell really good. I do like fall scent. It does feel like fall in here. Yes. We keep our house nice and chilly, so. The temps are low in this house always. It really just feels like fall in here. It does. I love it. That's my favorite time of year. Me too. I like fall and winter. I like the cooler months here. I like Christmas. Like, I enjoy, like, winter weather as well. And Mm -hmm. I just always loved fall because my birthday's in the fall. So it's always a fun, spooky time for me. What's your favorite holiday? Um, uh, Oh, that's an interesting one. So... Mine's probably my birthday because I like everything to be about me. Caitlin thinks that's a national holiday. (laughs) I've explained many times that it's not. And you do the birthday month. Absolutely. It's not because your birthday is right in the middle of April. So yeah. it's like April 1st, like it's my birthday. I'm like, your birthday's not April 1st. You're like, it is my birthday. <laughs> and then April 30th, you're like, it's my birthday. And I'm like, it it's was already your birthday. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. But my birthday's coming up it soon. It is. 10-4. Big 3 <laughs> Welcome to the club. I got there first. We're still alive. We're still good. That's. You know? Nothing fell apart. We're good. <laughs> We're still here. We'll get through it. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Me too. What yeah. else we got going on? Let's see. I only have a three-day work week, so that'll be nice. That is nice. Taking Monday off. Yep. Not working Fridays. That's... Yep. I can do it. Yeah. This is... You know, I remember uh, being in college, and, and in college, we didn't get Labor Day off, because for no. those outside of the U.S., Labor Day usually signifies the end of the summer here in the yeah. U.S., and it's usually when children are going back to school. Yes. So that's kind of all the working people get a day off, and in college, I was so pissed that we didn't get it, and now as a working person, I'm like, oh, like, hush, like, no. <laughs> like your two-month, like, winter break. and. <laughs> yeah. oh my God, that was the best. Yeah. I miss... I'm yeah, no, the first day of school is tomorrow for Charleston schools. Yeah, they're going back. Yeah. Crazy. Suckers. I know. Like, I miss being in school, though. You just think it's so difficult when you're in there, but then you get out and, like, you have a real girl, like, big girl job, and then you're just like... Yeah, and you're like, oh, like, I have to, like, work yeah. and pay bills and, like, stress <laughs> out all the time? And, like, don't get every holiday and, like, staff, you know... In weeks of breaks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Easter. Here's a week. Thanks. I know it's it's pretty wild. Um, yeah, I'm I'm jealous. Yeah. I, I want to go back sometimes. Me, I, I, all the time. <laughs> yeah, or someone else pays for my food, cooks my food, cleans my food. And I don't have to do laundry. anything. <laughs> yeah. And I think about the times that I had the audacity not to pull a chicken out of the freezer to thaw for dinner that night. Like I think how rude I was. Well, now you understand, like how. Although the world of. Instapot. Yeah, that you does. You can cook frozen chicken. <laughs> you can, but I'm like, if I were my mom, I'd have slapped shit out of me. Yeah. Like, mm mm. Yeah. It's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we were so ungrateful. Pretty much. Yeah. I remember my grandfather mm-hmm. when I was like growing up, he was just like, Do you ever go to school? And I was always like, oh, like, I go to school all the fucking time. And then I was like, Oh, no, no I didn't. <laughs> I really didn't. And then I came back to college. I'm like, oh, college was so hard. And I'm like, um, well, I didn't really have a job. And I really didn't have to, like, pay for that much on my own. Yeah. No. Yeah. And now I'm in school again. Well, I just finished for the year. But, like, going back to school and having to work at the same time, <laughs> it's a bitch, y'all. I'm going to yeah. tell you that right now. Yeah, it really is. 
I'm happy to be done with it for the year. For sure. Enjoying it. I would like to be a teacher, though. That's a pretty sick, because, like, you get, like, breaks. You yeah. Know, you get Christmas break. You get all the it's summer true. break, you know. Like, I know that they work hard. I, you know, I couldn't even imagine being a teacher. But no. Having, I, I don't have you know, the patience. A couple months off in the summer would be, like, pretty dope. It would be, yeah. And teachers do a lot of hard work, so props to them. No, they do. I mean, during this, they, they deserve a break, for sure. Cause I yeah, I, I could never do it. Like, Alicia, how do you do it? Because <laughs> I would have lost my shit years ago. I watched, like, ago. two little kids, and I couldn't imagine, like, a fucking classroom. A herd of them. Like, all of them, just in one room with you. I'd slap the shit out of one. I'd have to do it back <laughs> in the old days where you could beat them with rulers. Because like, You do well in, like, Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> no. I would set it on fire just by walking through the door. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, all right, let's 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 get down to business now. How long have we like bullshitted no, for? No, nine minutes. Okay, That's, gotcha. We nine minutes of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is another episode from our, a listener, yeah. and this is a longtime listener. One oh, of our, God, like, she's been there from the beginning. Oh, geez. Um, we call her Mackie's mama because that's her Instagram, Instagram name. But um, her name is Sarah. So yes, she is from. And thank you for. Um, I had to write in because I'm trying to not fuck anything up. Um, Spokane, Washington. Spokane, not yes, Spokane. Not Spokane, yes. As we were trying to figure out. Yes. Because I think on Live PD they called it Spokane. I've heard it said both ways, okay. but like I'll go, go with... from the local. Mackie's mama, if you're saying Spokane, I'm going with it's your Spokane. pronunciation. So we're going <laughs> to yes. say Spokane. So I think... I, this is crazy, but I think we have to do a part two as well. I think so too. I got one fucking You got a doozer. Yeah. You got two smaller ones. Yeah. Um, but I... Just didn't. I guess I just don't feel like I did enough research in like into Spokane. Like I kind of focused on this in this one location. It just turned into it. I thought like had a lot. Yeah, and just like kept going and going. So I just I want to look at more in Spokane. So I I agree. There was a lot. The following week we'll do Mm -hmm. Spokane part two. I agree. It was kind of like when we did. um, I did the Lemp Mansion a few episodes ago mm-hmm. in St. Louis and it was just like that was the whole one because yeah. there was just so much yeah. to do. And I didn't think it would turn into a whole Yeah. Like all that I was gonna talk about, but it is. It's I'm stoked about it. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it sounded pretty wild from the little bit you told me. Yeah. All right. Do you want to start? Sure. I've got a kind of a shorter one and then a, a little bit of a longer one. Okay. So I think if we alternate that'll be cool. good. Let's do it. All right. Um so for my first location in Spokane we're going to be talking about the St. Ignatius Hospital. Now, okay. have you ever been to Washington State? No, never. <laughs> I have not either. I know Gabby Gould's been to Seattle. Mm-hmm. It once. looks beautiful. Our old neighbor, Hallie, she, lives in... Yeah. I don't know where she lives, but... Somewhere beautiful from her Instagram. Hallie, fucking, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, every photo oh is, my like, God. amazing. It looks gorgeous. Nancy's mama, send us some photos, because I know it's beautiful. Well, I know we've talked about Washington, too, because we talked about the, um, the Afterglow Vista is oh, out yeah. there, so... It's on our list, and I think it may be near where she, where uh, Mackie's mama lives, so cool. that may have to get added to our travel list. Yeah. All right, um, so in Spokane, uh, the St. Ignatius Hospital, now it's currently not an operating hospital. Okay. It's kind of sat, um, like abandoned, Yeah. Uh, but it has a lot of history to it, and it's very, very haunted to this day. So, to so it's get, still standing. It's just not operational. Correct. Okay. It's um, yeah. Operational. And, <laughs> 
operation. That's how I knew I could never be a surgeon because I was like shaking. Like, <laughs> just on offer. Do you remember when we moved, side note, to Massachusetts and we had no furniture for like three weeks and we had no family like nearby? Oh my so God. So we had to go to, went to fucking Walmart because our air mattress leaked. We got a table, some air mattresses, and we were so fucking bored. So I bought Operation and we oh, ate. Oh, that's right. We ate nachos and played Operation for like eight hours one day. And watched Shrek on repeat because <laughs> that was the only movie we had and we didn't have internet yet. <laughs> Those yeah. were great times. Those were great times. <laughs> Operation. Yes. Just a gem. Okay, continue. Yes. That's where um, my anxiety started, I think, in childhood. I, it started with popcorn for me when they started popcorning people. Teachers, don't do that. People with anxiety don't do well, don't with, do well with popcorn. <laughs> yes. Okay. So St. Ignatius Hospital, it was um, it was built and kind of started in 1893, okay. and it operated until 1964, so like fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you a little bit of history on it, it was built by a group, um, a religious group called the Sisters of Charity. Okay. I believe this was attached with the Catholic Church after um, a reverend, so sorry if I say this wrong, uh, Jacquern, or Jacquern, I don't know how you say that. Um, basically, he was in the Palouse region, which is now what Spokane is, and saw the need to have a hospital there that people were needing uh, medical care more and more, and they had nowhere important. to get it. Yeah. So from there, the hospital began construction on April 17th, 1893. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, that's kind of when it went into first operation, and its first nursing class graduated there in 1911. And this actually has the first, uh, uh, this hospital, excuse me, had the first two male nurses in the state of Washington oh, to graduate. Okay. And that kind of made me think of dental hygiene when I was reading about that, because would you agree that that's also a pretty female-dominated Industry. Oh, hundred percent. I think we had two males in like it's a three or four year mm-hmm. program. Yep. Now it's all four years, but with all four years of mm. students, there was two males, and there was thirty. There's only thirty people accepted every year. So oh, wow. it's okay. like 30, 60, 91, 20. out of one hundred and twenty. There was you guys <laughs> yeah and it i know nursing is a very similar yeah. field dental um like dentists i think is kind of a more male dominated but there are a lot of female dentists kind of yeah taken over definitely yeah. girl power bad bitches bad bitches indeed yeah um i do love a male nurse though sorry i think male <laughs> nurses are like no, I've known a few, and they're amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, I've known a few of them myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first two male nurses that graduated from this hospital were Philip Crom and Archie McClintock, and they graduated the nursing program in 1941. Cool. So just a little fun fact there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they were, from what I could see, it's not as much, um, like when we talk about asylums and things, that uh, there was overcrowding. From what I found, that I couldn't really find anything that said the hospital was necessarily overcrowded. I think the problem with it was because it was opened by a religious order, they didn't receive any government funding okay. to do that. So basically, they had to completely depend on patient and community donations to keep the programs running. So um, as that money started to kind of deplete, they really didn't have the funding that they needed to keep the hospital going. So it closed as a hospital in 1964 and was converted to a nursing home, which ran until 2000. So the building has been used pretty frequently up until, you know, like I said, 2000. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are some definite hauntings that go on here. Of course. Um, now one of the first major deaths at the hospital occurred in June of 1893 when a railroad, railroad, 
worker, <laughs> can't talk to them. Well, worker. Yeah, I can't talk. <laughs> uh, named E.F. Martin yeah. uh, was crushed between two railroad cars and was brought in to the hospital where he died. Um, now, the other thing about this building is that they do a lot of ghost tours, or they did. I do not believe they do them currently. Okay. And I think that has to do with something about a change in hands on the lease, like who okay. owns the building. Yep. Um, because before, ghost uh, tour guides were kind of going in um, really, and it, from what I read, it kind of seemed like they were local historians that had a really good handle on the history of this place. Okay. And they would kind of take in private groups and do um, like some ghost hunting there. But it sounds like that's currently not happening. Um, but when they have done these, a lot of people have seen what looks like a disfigured man or even a torso wandering the halls. Oh and God. it's thought that it may be him, okay. given that he was you know, essentially crushed to death. Yeah. So he's probably the like most well-known like specter that's seen in the hospital. Okay. But apparently this place has to be active enough because ghost adventures did an investigation there. So I want to look up that episode. I haven't yet, but they went and it sounds like they had a lot of activity. This was done in 2019. So last year. Okay. Um, and from what the article I read said, they had just a lot of evidence of things going on there. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's necessarily linked to like a specific person, I just think, I think any hospital has a really good chance of being haunted. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of tragedy and death, and just typically it's not a good time if you're in there. No, and my mom, we really do have to do that episode with her because mm-hmm. I know she's told me a lot of stories in the hospital, you know, modern hospitals, new hospitals. Yeah. I just think when you have a lot of death and suffering in mm-hmm. one place, that energy does not go away. Yeah. And she said many times they've had, like, doors shut on their own, like... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, uh, like in the operating rooms, um, the surgeons will have like, it used to be boom boxes. Now they have like iPhones playing music. A lot of surgeons like to have music going while they do operations. (laughs) It's true. I know. I know. I'm just like, if I was a doctor, (laughs) (laughs) I can only imagine my dad like blasting some Eagles in surgery, but they say a lot of times it helps them focus and helps them relax. Um, so a lot of times my mom said the sound systems would come on at night by themselves. Yeah, so that's pretty wild. They just want to listen to some music. It's all right. They're just trying to jam, yeah. man. Everyone needs a bop. Baby, that's what's right now. <laughs> a ghost bop. Yeah, a ghost bop. Yeah. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> There's some ghosts in this house. <laughs> Perfect. Remix. Someone Re- make a TikTok about that, please. <laughs> Um, yeah. So other than that, that's really all the, the activity that I was able to really find. Um, like I said, they had started doing ghost tours in 2015, but they stopped in 2018 due to that lease expirations. So it sounds like, unfortunately, the building is just kind of sitting there now. I don't know with COVID or anything, if they've restarted those, but, um, yeah, go look up that ghost adventures episode and we'll have to see what they found. Cool. So yeah, that's Saint Ignatius. That's good. I like that. Thank you. Ignatius. Ignatius. That's cool. a. Well, I looked it up too. So it's a Catholic saint. Oh okay. Usually, um, from what I at least found, um, when the Catholic Church like opens, you know, Hospital hospitals, they usually name them after saints. And I did not see what he was exactly the patron saint of. I'm not Catholic at all, so um, something oh. important. <laughs> that's all I got. Good stuff. Good okay. stuff. Yeah, I liked that. Thank you. I do want to find that episode. Mm-hmm. We haven't watched a ghosty show in a while. I know, we need them now that it's becoming that Ooh, time. You know what else we have is Big Brother to watch. If you don't watch Big Brother, you should watch it. Oh, so good. So drama. It's reality TV. Mm-hmm. It's trashy. And you had never seen it before me. 
No, it's really not uh, as much of a thing down south, but it is in the north. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. You got to your... Okay. I told you a little bit about it earlier. Yeah. Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> Strap in. The doozer episode. This is the doozer. Yes. So you're going to have to listen to me talk in your ear holes for a little bit. Okay. Okay. So this is the Rudolf Hahn and the Hahn Mansion. Okay. Um, so we kind of start. So there's a little bit of backstory to it before we get into like the actual story. So okay. we start in Montana and we end in this boarding house in Spokane, Washington. Okay. Um, so we're going to go back to September 5th of 1908. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy was the president and the largest shareholder of Hecla Mining Company. Okay. And his name was John Smith. The most generic. That's a very generic <laughs> name, but okay. Yes. Um, anyway, so he dies, um, and he had just gotten married to his wife, Sarah. Okay. And she inherits his entire fortune. Like he She just pulls like a Sarah Winchester kind of, and gets everything. Yep. Okay. Yep. So she's like absolutely loaded. She's like, I, I got all this money. Let me just go run. And this is in 1916. Uh, she remarries a man okay. named Ralston Jack Wilbur. Okay. Um, so this is where the building... This this mansion is built, okay? Okay. They built this huge mansion, and back then, it cost $75,000, which right now is the equivalent to $1.7 Oh, dang. In, like, today dollars. Big old house. Huge. Okay. Um, This is on Spokane's South Hill. Okay. Um, And, you know, it's... It's nothing fancy. It's just got the beamed ceilings. Um, it's got mother of pearl inlays, um, gold leaf carving. Oh, is like, that it's it? It's just, yeah. It's Plain just, Jane. Yeah, yeah. Nothing too, too yeah. fancy. It kind of reminded me of Catherine's Palace with like the gold. In like, St. Petersburg? Yeah. It, this is in Russia, by the way. Yes. Just everything was gold. Oh my God. It was gorgeous. And it was like, you could just like touch it. Like you could touch the gold. And yeah. It's like, like all solid gold. Like, I could literally just like tear off flick a little bit. finger and like be loaded. Yeah, it's a, it's truly amazing. The I was too afraid right. to go to Russian jail, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were very mindful of the rules. <laughs> yes. Um, so clearly, it, I mean, this is just an absolute, like, bomb-ass house. It sounds like it. Um, well, Sarah just decides that she's done with Jack in 1918, <laughs> two years later, and decides to sell the house um, to what now would be called a pharmacist. Um, back then, they called him a druggist. Oh, okay. And his name is William Whitlock. Um, okay. Well, he kind of just up and it's just like, I don't know, a couple years later in 1924, yeah. done with the house, got to sell it okay. kind of abruptly. And this is where, um, it is sold to Rudolph Hahn. I was okay. wondering where the name would here's come Here's Hahn. And here's where it gets really Weird. interesting. Yeah. Okay. So he become Hahn is a professional painter and a barber. So he's kind of a just average Does a little bit of everything. dude. Yeah. Um, and he marries a woman named Annie Tico in 1885. Okay. Okay. So now pay attention. In the 1910 census, he lists himself, his wife, and his five children. They're living in a rented home in Spokane. And mm-hmm. he reported that he was an x-ray specialist. Okay. Okay. Fast forward 10 years later, right? Mm-hmm. 1920. Han is now 53. And lists himself as married to a 21-year-old named Sylvia Fly. No okay. mention of Annie, no mention of his children. Okay. And now he also lists himself as a physician who oh, is engaging so in private practice. So he's been doing a lot, huh? Uh, he never spent a day in medical school. So, <laughs> so he was a fraud. <laughs> he was an absolute fraud. Okay. Uh, and it's pretty awful, but he made absolute bank from this. Sure. Um, okay. So this is now, uh, quote unquote, Dr. Han. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a specialty. 
he did electrotherapy that oh. apparently could cure really a variety of any ailment that you had. He, he I'm could just shock the shit out of you. you yeah. can't, like see that through the mic. Um, and just a little uh, other kind of side business he had was performing legal abortions for his really wealthy clients. Legal or illegal? Illegal. Okay. Ill- sorry, did I say legal? I don't know. I I caught the end of it, so gotcha. I wasn't sure. No, illegal okay. abortions. He was like, he's not a doctor. Yeah. He's, so <laughs> yeah. I think all of it what he's doing is illegal. Yeah. Sure. Um, but he had just an insane amount of money. Um, and so now this is kind of famed the Han mansion. Okay. Um, and he was doing these in the house. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, um, so he's got all this money. So what does he do? He's making, uh, air quotes, improvements on the house. Um, so he makes a kind of a back entrance. Mm. So like, people can kind of drive around to the back. Nobody's really going to see who's there. Um, kind of a private entrance. Sure. Uh, and then, <laughs> He carved gutters into the floor of the basement where he performed the surgeries um, to kind of pull the blood into um, the drain. And so the blood doesn't just go everywhere. That's quite sinister. And again, not a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And this, yeah, this was in his operating room, a.k.a. the basement. Oh, my God. Right. Um, Another little tidbit is he was a raging alcoholic. Um, That's a good combo when you're doing surgery that, by the way, you're still not a doctor. You're still not a doctor. Right. Um, so, but apparently he had these like huge lavish parties at his house, like mm-hmm. literally just like all the wealthy people. It kind of reminded me of, um, like the great Gatsby, like it's just oh, sure. how he kind of, um, talked about it was just these really elegant, lavish, like Ornate. dinner parties. Yeah. Um, but like he had the yield like surround sound cause he somehow had speakers hooked up outside oh. and just blared his music. Now this is. A really fucking long time ago. Like, they didn't have surround sound. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the, the old surround sound. Yeah, sure. Um, but it piped the music outside, um, and just all hours of the night just had, like, blaring It was, like, nonstop parties. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, this is just kind of a side note, kind of funny. He apparently got uh, super shit-faced one night and drove his car into a swimming pool. <laughs> oh, good. That's smart. Yes. Um... Don't drink and drive, no matter what (laughs) time in life, like, what year it is. (laughs) Pretty much. Don't do that. Um, And apparently his neighbors just got totally sick of it. Yeah, of course. They called the cops, but, like, the cops really never did anything. Mm -hmm. Um, He kind of just got away with with all of it. Uh, They did get a court order to stop kind of the crazy parties, but it... Nothing like, really eh, happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of just shoved to the side and they were just like, mm, we're good. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so remember he's married to the really young woman. Yep. Um, well, that's not going so well. I mean, I have a com- feeling, you know, the combination of their huge age difference. He was 53. She was 21. Sure. Um, he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Kind of just partying all the time. Yeah. Performing some really illegal shit. Yeah. <laughs> in the house. Um, there were so many reports of... Like, really heated arguments. Okay. Um, a lot of screaming, a lot of, like, thrashing and banging and just okay. seemed very violent and physical. Uh, um, and this was, unhealthy. like... Unhealthy. Yeah. And yeah. it was an every night occurrence. Okay. Like, this was happening every single night. I gotcha. Um, so they did the right thing and got divorced. Uh, then they did the wrong thing. They got remarried. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, and so this kind of continued and... This happens up until May 2nd of 1940, mm-hmm. um, when the police were called to the house and they found Sylvia dead with a gunshot wound to the head um, oh. in her bedroom. Okay. Another little tidbit is the walls were rattled with bullet holes. Just mm-hmm. bullet holes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know where it gets really fucked up? 
the police say, hey, like, what happened? He's like, I have no idea. Like, not a clue. They're like, well, how did all the... They ruled it not a suicide. Right? Okay. But they basically said, like... But, like, not a... He did it? Right. They said, what happened? He had no idea. So they're like, but how did the bullet holes get, like, all over the wall? He says, oh, I was just doing target practice inside. And they were like, okay, you're good. Like... We're, wow. not, we're just going to just, it's just hmm. done. So the, the dude literally, uh, to my belief, most likely murdered, murdered his wife and got away with it. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah. So they, you know, quote unquote, believed his story. Probably got, you also have to wonder. Off. Yeah. How much money he was giving off. to them. Yeah. Probably a lot. Sure. That's kind of what it sounds like. Um, so this kind of crazy lifestyle continued for years. He just obviously did he got whatever away with he that. wanted. Yep. Just kind of. Lived his life, partied, drank, performed illegal yeah. doctor things. Uh, but then he done fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, a young woman had come all the way from Idaho okay. um, for, obviously, an illegal abortion. Okay. Um, and she dies on the, op- the operating table. Yeah. Right? Um, so this isn't mm. the first time that there's That's been happened. a death. But, like, he's a doctor. So, like, it happens. And he sure. gets away with it. Okay. Um, but this is the first time that he actually got in trouble for it. Um, so the family pursued. Oh, well, it's about time. Yeah. And this was in 1945, and he was actually um, convicted of manslaughter by oh, a jury. Well, finally, um, seeing that he already murdered his wife. Yeah. And he did receive a pretty harsh uh, punishment. He he had a $1,000 fine and was just on probation. Oh, good. Yeah, real harsh. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, but the. Uh, uh, Kind of more harsh for him because the thousand dollars he doesn't give a shit about because he's yeah. loaded, uh, probation, whatever. Um, but it did ruin his medical career. He well, good. I'm glad got- we finally decided <laughs> he's not actually a doctor. Yes. Um, and so with all these lavish parties, all the shit he bought, like just living yeah. this really lavish lifestyle and having you know not a doctor's no income, income anymore. Uh, his money kind of dried up. Yep. Okay. Um, and he had to. Um, he was actually forced to sell the mansion. Okay. And had to move into a tiny little, like, kind of a disgusting little uh, like apartment. apartment in mm. Spokane. Oh. Um, obviously, nothing like the mansion. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of just like, oh, shit. So he's penniless at this point. And just yes. like, um, He kind of got what was coming to him because um, his bad fate kind of didn't stop there. And this is on August 6th of 1946. Yeah. There's a man named Delbert Visger uh, and walked up to him in the alley and stabbed him in the heart with a bayonet. Ooh, well, that's pretty hmm. uh, hardcore. Yep. A bayonet. D- Dang. <laughs> Dang. And Delbert um, literally confesses to this, and <laughs> he calls it a botched robbery. Um, but it's actually... With a bayonet? <laughs> well... Like, was that, like, typical for the time period? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Most people believe it was uh, kind of payback mm-hmm. for a botched abortion on his wife because oh. his wife had passed away. Um, oh, gotcha. And they, they, it's not confirmed because he did confess, but said it was a botched robbery. Mm. But most people think it was because of his because wife. Because of that. Um, so dang. Uh, uh yeah, mm. I could say I was upset about that. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I think everyone should face the law and the justice system, but just, I also understand the motivation behind that. Yeah. And he just uh, never that. got, he just never, Got punished for anything that he did. Oh, that makes me know? so mad. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of um, the one we did in uh, Arkansas and mm-hmm. Eureka Springs, um, the Crescent. 
Remember when I talked about the doctor who, the doctor in air quotes, who said he could cure cancer? That's right. But he was doing like lobotomies and like injecting patients with all this weird ass shit. Is that the watermelon seed dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. that was him. And it just makes me so angry that people come in search of answers and help and they were taken advantage of. And and a lot of times their lives were taken from Mm -hmm. them. It's really true. You, it's crazy that you still see it even today. Mm-hmm. You'll see like pe- like impersonating doctors mm-hmm. or dentists, and I'm like, what? That's awful. It really is. Mm-mm. It's it's, and you wonder why people have such like anxiety with doctors and dentists because you just you don't sure. How do you ever know? Yeah, I mean, thankfully now we have a pretty like st- like strict at least in the U.S. I can't speak for outside mm-hmm. of the U.S. but a, a very strict credentialing system yeah. that obviously you mm-hmm. can't just walk in and say I'm a doctor like give me but a you job. Could fake it. Yeah, I guess you could if you Pretty worked easily. hard enough. Really? I think so. I, I haven't I mean, looked into this so. before, like you, current times. You know, have but... you ever looked at a doctor or dentist re- like record to really find out if they are a doctor? Or you're just like, you've got an office, you've got this. Like, you you're don't wearing know, like, a white coat. Your like, doctors you're... or dentist credentials. Hmm. You have no idea, right? I That's a fair up. point. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So, I, I, I don't think it would be that difficult, but I yeah. I'm not about to try it. Hmm. Um, okay, so it's really fucking haunted. I would imagine so. <laughs> um, so if you actually look it up, it's a beautiful house. I say I need to Google it's, it. It's beautiful. It kind of looks modern and just... Mm-hmm. I'm going to Google it while of, you're talking. Yep, um, just actually a really nice house on a hill. Okay. Um, house on a hill. <laughs> um, <laughs> beautiful. Um, it looks like a very peaceful and quiet kind of area. Um, but apparently neighbors report really loud and violent arguments between a man and a woman. Mm. Um, cops are called. They kind of just ignore it at this point. Okay. Because it's not nope. really happening. So does anyone live in the house? Yes. Okay. People um, live there. Okay. Yes. Um, and they're not talking right now, but previous owners have. Is that it? That is it. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's beautiful, right? That's huge. Yeah. Walt's Mansion. Well, uh, yeah, I got that. <laughs> Dang. That's a big ass Dang. house. Yeah. Um, so there's just really loud, violent arguments between the man and, or between a man and a woman, mm-hmm. um, and there's not any argument going on. I gotcha. Um, a lot of people report hearing like women screaming, like in pain. Like uh, it sounds like someone's in a lot of pain and just like screaming. Horrific. And, okay. Yeah. Um, mm. Some people have actually reported gunshots. Oh, okay. And there's no gunshots hmm. in the area. Yeah. Um, and then a previous owner had said that he um, often saw a phantom woman just standing on the staircase, not moving, just standing. Um, yeah, that's what I said. Ew. Night Ooh. Night. That would just, like, not moving, like, just standing Ye- on the staircase. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Kind of, it gave me the, the willies. Yeah, I um, don't, mm-hmm. I, well, I don't know. I was about to say, I don't think either of us have lived in a haunted house per se, but your house has always been very active. I mean, I think Maine. it's haunted. I mean, we've had a medium. But I never say, saw, like, a full-body person, like, I've standing seen, up there. I've seen at the corner of my eye. Remember mm, I told like you the Like, shadow man people. That, yeah, walked from, where you know my house, but, like, where yeah. my bedroom was to my bathroom. Yeah. I saw that often. Ooh. That was creepy. creepy. Yeah. Um, so it is a private residence now. They're not really saying anything about it. They kind of sure. just want to be left alone. And, yeah, sure. You know. I get that. But it's... There's probably some shit happening. I'm sure there is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is Dang. the uh, Han Mansion. A lot going on in that one. A lot going on. I, that was a doozer. And no, it I, was a doozer. The more I kept going, I was just like, okay, this is okay. just that's it. <laughs> this is the only one I got. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready for mine? Yeah. This is my last one. Yeah. Uh, so we're also going to talk about a mansion in Spokane. Lots of mansions going on around mm-hmm. there. Yeah, um, Mama, do you live in a mansion? You got to tell us. Does she so live in being- Spokane? Mackie's Mansion. Mackie's Mansion. 
Does she live in Spokane? I think so. Is that, okay. Yeah. Well, sweet. You can tell us if you've been to any of these places. Yeah. Um, so the mansion I'm talking about is called, uh, apologies again if I mispronounce this, the Monaghan Mansion. Okay. And it was built in 1898 by a man named James Monaghan. Okay. Um, just a little history on him. He was apparently very, very pivotal in helping develop the city of Spokane. Um, and he made a lot of money himself in the mining and railroad industry. Okay. Um, Funny because that's mm-hmm. where that came from. The first house, the, the Han Mansion was built for, like, real. I was the president and, mm. like, stakeholder of the of Yeah. Mining. Apparently it was a very lucrative industry around there. Yeah. Um, he made a lot of money doing that too. Um, but he really made his own money because he actually immigrated from Ireland in around 1858. Okay. So pretty much self-made like all of his money. Um, he was not immune to tragedy though. He did, uh, lose his wife, Margaret in 1895 and was left to raise their four children that were under the age of 10. Oh, that's a lot. Another tragedy occurred when his son, John Robert passed away, um, while serving in the Navy in 1899 in Samoa. Okay. So we'll talk a little bit about that at the end because that is important. Um, but other than that, I couldn't find anything that, you know, not really that scandalous, seemed like an upstanding dude. Okay. Um, really helped um, put a lot of things that are in Spokane currently. I think there may be a statue of him somewhere. Okay. Um, but he died of natural causes in 1916 in his home, the Monaghan Mansion, which is built in a Victorian style. Again, really pretty house. Okay. Kind of looks like something out of a Hitchcock film if you look at it. Okay. It's kind of like, it's pretty, but mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know the right word for it. Um, I don't know. It's kind of creepy. It has a little bit of a creep factor to it, in my opinion. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Died, you know, like I said, natural causes. I think he was in his 80s. Nothing Is really. A, yes. Ooh. ooh, it looks creepy. It, right? <laughs> like, looks like something out of a Hitchcock film. Yep. Um, so yeah, he passes away in the home. Um, the house was later sold to Gonzaga university in 1942. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was renamed Monaghan hall and it still belongs to the university. And it, I believe today is still, it's the music conservatory. Okay. So, so it's not a house. It's a, it's belongs to the university now. Cool. So students frequent it a lot. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk a little bit about the hauntings. Okay. Because like I was saying with, um, the history of the house, you know, nothing really horrible, necessarily happened mm-hmm. there, which you could be like, say like, Oh yep, going to be haunted. It's going to be. Yeah. But it is. And, um, it's got a really interesting kind of story. So I said it was sold to the university in 1942. Now things really didn't start happening or at least weren't documented until 1974. Okay. So this began in 1974 when students, we can assume music students alerted Father Walter Leedale, who worked in the house, and he was, I believe, a professor, an associate professor, um, that basically at times when they knew they were in the home alone, mm-hmm. like maybe practicing or doing something, yeah. they would hear disembodied footsteps, and yeah. they knew that no one was out, like no one else was in there with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, a lot of students started reporting this, and Father Leedale just kind of dismissed it, you know, kind of pushed it to the side until one night, um, apparently it was frequent that he would sleep in his office sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, he heard them himself. So that's kind of when he started like believing what students were telling him. Now it gets creepier in 1975. He heard disembodied flute music one day when he was alone in the house, like a specific, 
um, like piece of music, like a like a refrain in a like piece of music. Okay, like I don't a know mel- that is. It's like a melody, like a central melody in a song. Nerd. Sorry. <laughs> I was a band nerd. Fun fact. Yeah. So I know these things. <laughs> so he hears like this like repeating tune okay. on the flute, and he's just like, okay, there's no one here. Yeah. And then the housekeeper that would come clean uh, the hall told him that she had heard an organ playing from a room that was locked. So she went and unlocked the door and looked in, and she could see the keys on the organ going up and down. And it was the same song that the flute had been playing. Oh, nay, nay. So I'm like, okay, that's mm-hmm, like some mm-hmm. haunted mansion shit. Yeah, and like, that's exactly I ain't here for it. <laughs> um, so that's scary as hell. Uh, even crazier, uh, Father Leedale one time was in the basement of the home and heard growling coming from a locked storage room. And I'm like, when I hear growling, like, Mm-mm. that's bad. Yeah. That something not good is hanging out in that house. Yep. So, um, obviously, the activity continues. Um, finally, uh, Father Leedale and Daniel Brenner, who I believe was the chair um, of the music department, I, I'm sorry if I have that wrong, um, decided, like, we're getting to the bottom of this. We need to search the house. So they searched the house with two guards with them one day. And apparently, when they got to the third floor of the home, the guards, just everyone immediately felt uneasy, like oppressed. And the guards reported feeling like they were being strangled. Oh. Like they felt like there were hands so around their good, neck. We're not a good ghost. It was not a good spirit. Okay. But I think that kind of made the choice. Uh, we yep. decided that was not a good spirit. <laughs> Sorry, Mom, I see you calling. I can't pick up. <laughs> um, so that happens, and that's kind of the, that's it. Like, they've got to do something. Mm-hmm. So I find it interesting, too, because I was thinking about this. I believe Gonzaga University is a Catholic college. Okay. I could be wrong they about it. they got a badass basketball team, though. I've heard that name in March Madness. Yeah. So I, like, I couldn't figure out if it's Gonzaga or Gonzaga, and you told me it was Gonzaga. I think. That's what I've always called it. I think so, too. Um, cause it's a, a religious institution in school. Um, mm-hmm. so I was curious how they would kind of felt about the activity, yeah. but apparently they took it very, very seriously. So it kind of, you know, Father Liedel says like enough is enough. Like students are complaining, like we've got to get this figured out. Yeah. So February 24th of 1975, uh, it sounds like Liedel and Daniel Brenner, who was the chairperson of the music department, as well as a handful of students went to the home and began conducting the rite of exorcism. Okay. Mind you, Catholic. Yep, You've yep. got the resources right there to do yeah. it. That's handy. Um, it sounds like this took, this was not a quick, and I've read this before that the rite of exorcism is not like a quick thing. Okay. Um, in this case, it took four days to complete. Um, and it sounds like at the very beginning, it was very rough. Um, I read something that said uh, Father Leedale had said when they started doing the exorcism that he had a wooden cross around his neck and it started like swinging oh. back and forth really hard. Oh no. <laughs> but he kind of held, you know, held steadfast and mm-hmm. continued um and it sounds like it was successful. After the 4 days, That's they felt good. that whatever was in there had been driven out of the house. Yep. Um and from what I've read, I haven't, you know, a lot of it's kind of rumor and kind mm-hmm. of uh, urban legend about the the house now, but it sounds like whatever the dark kind of entity that was there has mm-hmm. moved on. They That's were able good. to drive it out. So yeah. it's not like they're having that scary um, activity anymore. Yeah. Now, there are kind of some theories because there's not really anything you could tie to that really violent activity, yeah, right? Like right. nothing that mm-hmm. sticks out about like Monaghan's life or after the college acquired the building, yeah. would stick out to and me. There was just no murders and no, no. anything. Nothing yeah. that would that really spark it. So there's obviously some theories about okay. it. 
Um, one popular kind of urban legend was that Monaghan was murdered in his home, and that's what caused the violent activity. Mm-hmm. But we know that's not true because we know he died in his 80s of natural causes. Okay. So not murdered. Okay. The other, and I was talking about his son, John yes. Robert, who yep. passed away um, while in naval service. Now, when he, um, it sounds like the way it happened when he was killed, they were on a mission in Samoa mm-hmm. and were ambushed. Um, and it sounds like he stayed behind to help a wounded uh, fellow soldier. Uh, and the, the accounts of this are kind of blurred, so I think yeah. there's different versions. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, they were both killed um, by the enemy. And apparently, from what I read, they were both beheaded. Oh. Uh, so it said that at his funeral, which happened in Monaghan, the Monaghan mansion, um, when his casket was brought in, all the crosses turned upside down, which is a, not a good sign I, I don't in the so. Catholic faith. I think in any <laughs> faith, I don't know that that's ever a good sign. Yeah. But this is really unlikely to have been the case either, because it's important to note that um, John Robert Monaghan died in 1899. The house was actually not completed until 1901. So it's very unlikely that James Monaghan would have wanted to have a funeral for his son in an unfinished home. Right. So... It kind of doesn't make sense that his son would haunt a house that he never really was in. Yeah. So there's... Ooh, what the fuck was it? I don't know. We still don't have answers. Like, there's nothing that I could find that concretely said, like, we think this is it. Yeah. It's just a lot of urban legends Mm -hmm. and a lot of theories that have been disproven. That's interesting. But yeah, apparently that building's still in use, and there's still these kind of rumors and urban legends that circulate around the campus about kind of what happened there. Mm Interesting. That is interesting. Made me think we should do an episode on like haunted colleges. Yeah. That kind of made me think of that. UNE, where I went to school, the University of New England is super haunted. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, Mm -hmm. And obviously CFC is very haunted as well. We've talked about that before. But I think choosing like a handful of schools to look into would be interesting. I will add it to the list. So that's what I had. That's awesome. I definitely do want to do another Spokane episode. Yeah, I think there's a lot. Yeah. I know we try to keep it under an hour for the episodes, Mm -hmm. um, but I found a few locations that I kind of was like bouncing between when I was trying to decide what I wanted to do. So, yeah, there's a lot out there. There Okay, and you haunted. (laughs) You haunted, hon. Yep. For sure. For sure. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm done now. (laughs) I'm done now. (laughs) All right. Yeah. How are we doing on time? We're good. We're about done. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Anything else? I'm just trying Thanks, to Thanks, Mackie's Mama. Yeah, great suggestion. Yes. Thank you. Um, and we've had a few others send in. I think we've gotten a request for Maryland and Connecticut, and we've gotten a lot of listener stories, so I think we're coming up on a listener story episode here cool. soon. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. So we've got some good things coming up. Yeah. Love and, it. Yeah, and if you want us to do a specific area or maybe where you're from, let us know, and we'll add it to our list. Yeah. And don't think that you're not going to get picked because we. it's funny that, you know, Someone thinks you're not going to get picked because we don't have that many people. <laughs> um, no, this isn't like morbid or lore where they're getting thousands and thousands of emails. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> so just know we do read your emails. Yes. And always try to respond. And we do. Yeah. We do. Sometimes life gets hectic, but yeah. we do our best to respond. Yeah. Just okay. keep annoying us if we don't respond. Just keep bothering us. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> you're never bothering us. No, it's true. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to go get the war pony upstairs about dinner time for him. See Trisket. See Trisket. A.K.A. Dennis the dog. Dennis the dog, yes. <laughs> uh, but high five for uh, cranking out two episodes in one yeah, long girl. weekend. That's that awesome. was epic. Yeah. Well, now we're just going to relax. And oh, my God. We're going to make that yummy. I'm going to grill. I'm going to do a grilled chicken and mm-hmm. grilled peach salad for dinner. Ooh, that sounds good. That I'm sounds excited. Good too. I'm finally grill again. For, for one day. <laughs> yeah, for one day before it gets hot as hell. Yes. 
All right. Well, good. Well, come visit me on Facebook. Yeah. Um, just search School Friends Podcast. Yeah. And um, merch, schoolfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. Yes. And don't forget the proceeds we get from that. We are going to donate to the NAACP Legal and Educational Defense something fund. <laughs> Legal Defense and Education oh, Fund. You were so I close. Had all the words. I just you were so wrecked close. it up. <laughs> That's okay. But yes, I think either this, it was either this week or it's next week that the, because it comes every couple months, the installments for the payment on that. Oh, okay. Um, so I think it's, We're getting like I said, it, they may have already done it or... We'll have to go look. Um, it's next week or at some point, but I know that it's okay. time to... Make a donation. Um, start the donation. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, so, yeah, we'll post that when that's done. Go visit Celeste on Instagram mm-hmm. at Girlfriends Podcast. Yes. Go visit Celeste uh. on t- Twitter. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, ghoul underscore friends. Yep. And if you want to send us an email or a listener story, yep. you can send that to ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Look at you go. And if you just want to stalk us on Facebook, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. We're not that interesting, I We're promise not. you. No. Oh, shout out to my mom. I mm-hmm. know she doesn't She doesn't listen. She doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> she thinks you okay. watch it. <laughs> She's like, where can I watch your podcast? Oh, I was like, ma. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you for the ears only. <laughs> um, but it is her 50th birthday today. So. Happy, birthday, Happy birthday, Caitlin's mama. Mama Ghoul. Mama Ghoul, we hope you have a great day. Yes. All right. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up for today. I did it. You did. I'm I very only, proud of I you. I only fucked up one, one part. That's okay. All right. That's all right. Thanks for We're her. not going for perfection in this show. <laughs> this y'all picked up on, I'm sure. <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, for now, we hope you stay safe, happy, and spooky. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your cool friends. I did it. You did it. <laughs>